Why am I podcasting? Hi, my name is Eric Normand, and I help people thrive with functional programming. So I got a comment on a YouTube video the other day, a couple days ago. And if, if you don't know, I, I record this as a video, and I post it as audio for a podcast, video on YouTube, and also I have it transcribed, and I put that text on my website. So I've got three different media coming out of this. So I get comments from all sorts of places, uh, but I got a comment on YouTube. And normally I, I get really positive comments, but this one was negative. And even if I get negative comments, I usually don't make uh, any kind of deal out of them. But this one was different. Uh, this one didn't just say my podcast or my videos make no sense uh, or are worthless, like a lot of them do. This one also insulted my readers and my listeners and my viewers and uh, so I feel like it needs to be addressed so this is a com I'm gonna read it this is a comment from YouTube user Thor s and this was in the video where I talked about monoids I'm, I'm doing this one old school, as you can tell. Okay, so this is from Thor S. on the Monoids video. Why Monoids kick Monad's butt. That's what I call the video. Okay, so here's the comment. Is this aimed at five-year-olds? That is the most long-winded and painful explanation of associative I can imagine. It feels like you assume everyone watching is too stupid to understand the basic concept, so you have to go over it seven times with minute variations. I kept waiting for there to be any point to this video, but there's nothing that couldn't have been summed up in 40 seconds. So I didn't know what to do about this comment. I was thinking about ignoring it. But then I, I realized that this, this is an opportunity. This is, this is an opportunity to talk about why I'm doing this. So I, I talk to a lot of people about functional programming. And I, I, I get various reactions. There are people at various levels uh, of like programming skill, functional programming skill. There's all sorts of people out there. And one thing I've noticed is that there is there are a lot of concepts that people aren't familiar with. Sometimes they're familiar with them, but sometimes they're not. And I have, in, the, in, the, in recent episodes, 
I've been making a list of things that I happen to know that I have encountered people who don't know. And not only sometimes do they not know them, but sometimes they, they um, are even kind of averse to learning about them, but mostly it seems because they don't know why it's uh, important. Right, so they, they assume that the idea is, is uh, uh, some, especially this kind of stuff like associativity and things, monoids, they assume that it's um, just a bunch of math mumbo jumbo and that they don't need to learn it. I, I mean, that's just, that's how I see what they're, what they're explaining, that it's not, it's um, not important. And it's, unfortunate because when you when you dig down deeper they say well I hear a lot of people talking about them but no one can ever explain why I would need to learn them and so I wanted to correct that I want to explain it to people in a basic way in a way that makes it not only understandable to them but also in a way that explains why they would want to use it, would want to apply this concept. You know, unfortunately, a lot of people had um, bad experiences in high school when they learned about associativity. It got very confused with, with commutativity, and it wasn't put in any kind of context. So even though they might have learned it, you know, they're smart people, they might have learned it well enough for the test, but they happen to like never think about it again because it never came up or they never thought it came up again. They didn't have enough context for it. So that's what I've done. I've made a big list of things that, concepts and ideas, and I try to put context around them. And I, I try to apply the t teaching techniques that I know. And one of the teaching techniques is make things concrete and another one is repetition like you're not gonna get everybody with one simple or well, with one single um, explanation so 20% of the people might get it on the first explanation another 20% get the second one so you you repeat stuff in different ways so that it it picks up people and plus, repetition is the way we learn. You hear it once, maybe you remember it twice. Okay, it's more likely you remember it. The third time, you're picking up different nuances in it, and now it clicks and you have a, uh, a more solid uh, understanding and it's going to stick in your memory. So these are, these are basic teaching techniques. They're human. They're, they're, they're just the way humans learn. And so, to answer the question, am I explaining this for a five-year-old? Uh, no, I'm explaining it for people. I'm sorry if you already know this concept and listening to me talk about it is uh, somehow insulting to you or... or I don't know, makes you, makes you pain, have some pain. I'm sorry, just stop the video. 
right? You don't have to watch it. You don't have to listen. Uh, but there are a lot of people out there who don't know these things, and I am trying to teach them to them. Okay? Mr. Thor S. So, could I have said it in 40 seconds? Yes. But people, not as many people would have remembered it. This is the case. And so I just, I just hope that, um, you know, there's like billions of YouTube videos out there. And if, if you don't like my video, that's fine. I don't care. That's fine. There's a lot of people out there who do like my videos. And there's a lot of videos for you to watch that you will like. So chill out, dude. That's, that's okay. You don't, you don't have to comment about it. You can just stop it. All right. So be nice. Um, it's fine if you don't like my video. Even if you say something like you don't like it or you, you make a critique of it, that's fine. But don't insult my audience about it, the ones who do like it, okay? So um, Thor S, just be nice. All right. Uh, thanks everybody for listening. Um, I hope I explained well um, why I'm doing what I'm doing. Well, you know, I explained how I do it, but why? I really, I, I feel my mission is that I want people to, you know, people have, people are exposed, a lot of people, most programmers I would say, are exposed to object-oriented ideas. So let's put it close to 100% of programmers are exposed to, to object-oriented ideas. Well, I want a similar percentage, close to 100%, to be exposed to functional programming ideas. Because I think they're applicable no matter what language you learn, and, or what language you program in at work. Um, and so I, I, I just feel like they're good ideas and they need to get out there. So I want to make them accessible. I want them to make them available. I want people to have context around them so that uh, they, they know why they're learning them and can apply them in their daily lives. That's what I'm doing. And I spend all this time sitting here talking to you about them, sitting in my office talking about them, I pay for podcast hosting, I pay for transcription. That's not free. But I, I feel like the ideas need to get out there. And if I can make it into a business at the same time, um, I feel like that's a win-win. So there you go. Um, all right, people. Uh, Y'all rock. You're awesome. And just have one thing to say, rock on.